0: These are the KSH Tapes. You, man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on KSH, the longest-running rock station in the country.
1: Hey, everybody. It's KSH Tapes. This is show... 18, I think. 18. Pretty All sure right, it's 18. man. 18. Pretty soon, we'll be up to 20. Wow. That going to be exciting. Yeah, that will be exciting. Got to have a party, man.
0: Uh, yeah, so, so show people, 18. People always want to know are we going to run out well the answer Eventually, of course is yes day, yeah
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but not for a while yeah we got
1: we got plenty of stuff to to pull up yet um today is uh, an interview i did with roger daltrey i um, going to guess uh, somewhere in the area of 2010 2010 i think i could be wrong he was calling the radio station to promote something that was coming up on vh1 about the band a documentary about the band
0: right right
1: and they told me roger daltrey was calling and i was like oh no you know how you get when somebody tells you you got a big interview to do and prepare for. I get a little, uh, yeah. I get a little uptight, sure. you know. And it's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to ask them? There's so many, so many questions you could <clears throat> ask somebody of this uh, stature, and they've been asked everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. How do you make this interview interesting at all? And, you know, it, we'll again, if you it you did Well, you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it usually always ends up depending on the person you're interviewing. If they want right. to contribute and, and, you know, make it interesting, right. it's going to be great. If they don't, it's going to be bad and they're going to blame you. you know?
0: I, I just heard Roger Daltrey on a really long interview, uh, not that long ago, probably a few months ago, because he has an autobiography out. So he did an interview regarding that. And, um,. I mean, he was he was cool. I'm I'm sure he's going to sound good here, but he was hard to understand at times yeah. because hmm. because of his accent. Mm-hmm. You know, we made fun of Ozzy, You know his accent and you know saying he's a stutterer. It's mm-hmm. not that way with Roger. It's just his accent sometimes yeah. I found difficult to understand.
1: And keep in mind, this is another one of those interviews where on a, on a given day he's probably calling maybe fifteen twenty radio stations. Right. So you get them for six, seven, ten minutes maybe and try to get the most out of them that you can right. in that amount of time. And, and, and
0: the Who will be in St. Louis in the month of May, May 23rd. And the Who these days is just Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey. What do you think of that? Uh, I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, it's mainly... But these, I mean, if there are two guys that can call themselves the Who, it would be those guys. Yeah. But, you know, the other two guys were so important, you know, John Antwistle and Keith Moon. You know, the fact that they just tour under that moniker is 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 kind of weird to me. Yeah. It has been for a long time. Hmm.
1: Well, no, All I've right. always accepted it as just them, and I really don't question anything beyond that, to be honest with you. Mm, okay. But,
0: Fine. Uh, okay. Just
1: yeah, it. whatever. We disagree. All right. All right, here we go. Let's start the interview. Okay.
2: Hey, John.
1: Good to have you with us here today. Thank you. To have Roger Daltrey even say your name. Right, that's pretty cool. I know. It was like,
0: yeah. it was like when Jimmy Page said Fezzo. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I know, I know, it's like, wow, man, I never thought that would ever happen in my life, yeah. listening to The Who all these years, you know, going back to when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Here we go. It's quite an honor to be speaking to Roger Daltrey, lead singer of The Who. Roger, what are you up to these days? I understand you have a, have a an interesting uh, event coming up on VH1 here Saturday.
2: Yeah, um, uh, some people have made a documentary on The Who, it's the story of The Who, and um, I'm here just giving it my blessing. Back in a bottle of champagne over it, wishing it all the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, now, what what is it? To, what kind of criteria did it have to meet in order for you to give it the blessing?
2: Uh, basically, uh, their, their credentials as filmmakers um, are, are impeccable. They, they're responsible for the Bob Dylan documentary, the Martin Scorsese one that was recently released, um, and uh, they're presently working on the, the George Harrison story. Uh, so you do have to you have, you have to. Really check, check them out in that, de- that department. They've, they've passed all those things with flying colours. And then you have to trust them. And they've gone and made this story, and it's uh, um, from what I hear from people who have seen it, it's supposed to be fantastic.
1: Well, trusting yeah, a filmmaker. It would can be you, weird. Can you imagine that? No, I can't. Yeah, because there's so much to choose from, and you have your own ideas what would be good things to put in. And the documentary person might see, or the producer or director might say, ah, I don't think that's any good. Right. You know, so you're, there's always that give and take. So,
0: it's, so he's not a producer. Him and Pete Townsend were not no. producers on this thing. No. Wow, that no. would be so weird. Yeah. It's called Amazing Journey, The Story of the Who premieres commercial-free
1: on VH1 Saturday, November 3rd at, at 8 o'clock Central Time and will be simulcast on VH1 Classic and will run commercial-free on MHD, Music High Definition, MTV Network's high-definition music channel. Roger Dalton, did I leave anything out? Uh, you were thorough. Three, um, I, I'm, I'm curious, you know, you've done so much, obviously, in the world of rock and roll and, and you know, Entertainment period. As far as rock and roll goes, do you consider your? Yeah, because people forget he was an actor too. Right, right. Yourself and your your mates there in the who uh, survivors of the music business or or conquerors of the business.
2: I think we all survive everything. I mean, everyone's a survivor. Any, Anyone who's still going is a survivor. You never conquer this business. Uh, I think we're starting to win now with the internet. You know, it's always been a battle. Um, mostly because it's you're, you're fighting the corporate side of it, who, who always think they're artistic when, actually, fact they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's a constant battle with the artist and, and the corporate side. Uh, but the internet's kind of making that a bit easier now, because at last the the the, uh, the, the, the canning companies, which are the record companies, that they're realising that they're not really Coca-Cola; they're just canning companies, and the artists can now get a bit more say.
0: I think that's the first time I've ever heard an artist in favor of the internet. Yeah. We, we just never hear that. I mean, because Every, of, everybody always blames the internet for, you know, uh, stealing. Stealing, you know. Yeah. I mean, we've had uh, Jimmy Page, and, well, he talked about it, but, I, you know, it's just there, there's been no yeah. artists that have said good things about the internet until now. Roger Daltrey just did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There, there are so many battles that you speak of. There's the business side, there's the creative side, you know, writing the. Songs. I mean, it's hard to write a song. It's hard to sing a song, especially the way you do it, sir. Uh, what, is you it possible him, here in this short him, interview we have for you? Yes, call well, him sir. He's not. A, I don't think he has been knighted. By no, no, no,
0: no. I just meant you call him sir. No, I know. No, I and he has not been knighted. Yeah, yeah he's not no. been knighted. Yeah. No. Has Pete Townsend?
1: I don't think so. You to conjure up maybe the the most important turning point for you in your career, and maybe and maybe the biggest error that that you uh, w- would be willing to admit to. Uh,
2: the, 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 obviously the biggest. Biggest thing for us was initially was the, the the Tommy album back in in '69, and then the film, you know, it, 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 incredible period of time that in it, which we recorded Who's Next and Quadrophenia. Uh, huge mistakes, um, not saving Keith Moon. Mm. Uh, yeah, that, that, you know that, that. I wish I'd known more about rehab and all those things back then, but you can't change, you can't put the clock back. You can't
0: go back there. Hmm. That's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. Saving Keith Moon. He wishes that was a big mistake that he made. Yeah. Yeah, Keith Moon, I mean he was was
1: crazy on that stuff, but I bet he was a blast to be around. Yeah, just like Ozzy.
0: Yeah. We were talking about Ozzy, but... uh yeah. Maybe. You know, his abuse was wide known. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. But I mean, can
1: when you're around that situation too, I mean, maybe, maybe you do know, but there's also that little, I mean, I remember friends I had when I was younger and, you know, they would do crazy stuff like that, but you never, sure. you never thought it was something that you could change and you didn't want to change it necessarily because you were having fun with them. And then they, they went and did, uh, you know, something that they probably shouldn't have and then they're gone. And how do you hold yourself responsible for that? Do you remember Keith, Keith Moon you, you killed, killed somebody?
0: <laughs> Well yeah I mean <laughs> that should have been a red flag right there, but you know at the same time, you can lead a horse to water, but you can 't make him drink. you right. know you can lead somebody to rehab, but unless they really, really want to do something about it it's it's not yeah. going to get done
1: he He seems like he might have been unsalvageable, yeah that he was might on have been. That kind
2: of a, a, it's kind of
1: a binge might.
2: Uh, we tried at the time with the best of our ignorance um, and we lost, but uh if it was now, it might be a different story.
1: And, and you and Pete are continuing on. Uh, you, you, you guys are just going to continue to do uh, do The Who, right?
2: That's what we are. That's what we do. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're musicians. That's what we do. We go, we play our music, and, and we we travel. That's it.
1: Because I asked that question because there was a period of time there when The Who were done. You know? Right. You know, they've, they've been back and forth
0: a couple times. Right. And he just answered my question about... Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey being the Who, yeah. He's like, "We're the Who," yeah. yeah.
1: And these two guys have—they're they're not similar in any ways. No, and I they're mean, not
0: even that friendly. Yeah. But when they get together for the, for the, the the good of the Who, they yeah. make
1: it happen. Troubadours. <laughs> <laughs> Are you someone who's saved a lot of things along the way, or, or did you just live your life and, and what happened happened and what went by went by? That's
2: that's how I live my life. Um, letterbox stuff. Is it interesting today? You know. <laughs> yes. What's today? So, so, tomorrow's gone. That's gone. I, uh, move
1: on. So, so saving things was for other people to do.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, also, uh, I was reading in your bio that one time you were a sheet metal worker. I would imagine you prefer heavy metal to sheet metal. No, I don't
2: actually like heavy metal. No. That, no, I'm not a fan of heavy heavy metal. No. Mm-hmm. I
0: was going to say, was that a
1: joke? It was attempted at a joke. Yes. <laughs> did he get it? He didn't. He I, didn't. He didn't want to get it. Let, let's hear it.
2: I find it incredibly tedious, boring music.
1: He finds heavy metal oh, tedious
0: so he and boring. It.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and, <laughs> it's
2: funny isn't it you know you talk about Led Zeppelin people say oh they're heavy metal they're actually not they're a great rock band um, um, but heavy metal when you really get into it it's just, it's just
1: plod rock we're speaking with Roger <laughs> <I call> it. <laughs> <laughs> what we're, did he say
0: plod rock plod it's rock like you just plod along yeah plod rock
1: <laughs> speaking with Roger Daltry here we're running out of time at, at uh, I believe 62 years of age you still got that six pack stomach going uh,
2: yeah, struggling No, it's it's, all right. I'm I'm pretty fit.
1: Yeah, it looks like it. Well, once again, uh, Roger Daltrey is uh, uh, here promoting on Casey today the fact that uh, on VH1, "Amazing Journey," the story of the Who, will be on VH1 this Saturday at eight o'clock Central Time, and will be simulcast on VH1 Classic. I thank you for being with us here, Roger. It's very kind of you. Okay, all the best to
0: you. Thank you. Bye Bye.
1: Bye. Living legend, right there, man. I was looking uh Love that if, guy. if he
0: was sixty two years old, he was born in March of forty four. So he would have been fifty six and uh plus uh six more. So it was two thousand six, yeah. this interview. It was
1: two thousand six. Wow. Hmm. <clears throat> so what is he now? Six, well seven, he's forty
0: four. He was born in forty four, so that's fifty six plus uh nineteen. He's almost seventy five. Seventy five years old and still singing. March first is his birthday. Yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to, to him and Pete coming. I hope there's no cancellation or anything like that because, uh, you know, sometimes the, the way he sings, it's just so hard on his voice right. anymore. I can't imagine uh, that he still sounds... It happened last time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It happened last time. So hopefully they'll be there and I, I, the Cardinals are out of town, so I'm going to get my tickets and I'm going to see the who see, And to see, you know, we're talking Roger Daltry right here, but Pete Townsend himself is... Such a superbly talented dude, man. Mm-hmm. Great singer on top of, you know, a great guitarist. And I wonder how much showmanship is still up on stage there with him. The you windmill? Know? Yeah. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I wonder if he can still do any of that kind of stuff.
0: Hey, so let me uh, ask you the question that I was going to ask you. We were talking beforehand. I didn't want to say what it was. So the great song from Jimi Hendrix, Foxy Lady. Do you know the Roger Daltrey uh connection i don't you don't okay so supposedly they say that that song was written about roger's first wife heather taylor huh and that's where it came from i'll be darned and uh that's what a biographer said of Jimi hendrix he he says he wouldn't approach whatever the words are in the song he would never approach a woman in that way but apparently you know uh it was it was about her heather taylor and that happened to be Roger's first wife. I'll be How about that?
1: I wonder how many wives
0: he's had. Um, I He's had one now. He's had one for a long time. It might be wife number two. Yeah. Um, and apparently they had some kind of understanding that when he's on the road, it's fair game. Kind of really? like Gene Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's what crazy. he says has pr- prolonged their marriage. That has yeah. made their marriage work.
1: Well, as we taped this, my wife, I just took her to the airport this morning. Uh, she's out of town, so I guess uh, I'm on the prowl myself. Party Woo-hoo! time, John we Hewitt, go. Party time. Damn. Woo. <laughs> uh, I'll be be—I'll be home alone, I'm sure. I mean, his his vocals back in the day were just so strong and so powerful. Right. He was the best singer in rock and roll back then. for He was damn you know, good. I mean, I, you stop and you think back to those times of Robert Plant, of course, but I don't know. I thought uh, Roger was just a little more... Um, you know his, his lyrics his lyrical skills are a little more clear than well than their Robert music Plant. was
0: totally different from yeah. led zeppelin that's for sure about what they wrote about and stuff like that you know so
1: and roger also had you know a solo career uh he didn't write much much of his stuff at all he was always pretty much right. singing other people's songs and there are a couple of Casey classics that are roger delta i'm free or free me
0: is a uh, what's is one the that one that about the moon my... what what uh uh, Wasn't there one with the moon in the title? Uh, that was a Raging Moon. Raging Moon. Yeah, Raging Moon. That was moon. a good song. Yeah,
1: that's that's not a bad song. And then Pete Townsend has his has plenty of Casey classics. Never got a chance to speak yeah. to Pete Townsend. Have you ever that would be cool. Pete no, Townsend? I've never
0: interviewed Pete. Uh,
1: I know, listening to these Casey tapes that I've been listening to in the basement, that there is a tremendous Pete Townsend interview done by somebody else. I don't remember who it was. It might have been Smash. Yeah. That uh, if we ever get to the point where we don't have any more interviews to play back At ourselves smash if it's okay we start playing uh <laughs> yeah others others well i think you don't have to yeah. have an, i don't know if you can get permission because now it's ours yeah, don't, yeah Casey owns it hubbard right. radio owns all that all that stuff uh so uh and, and, and i remember it being extremely interesting and there's a guy also that has his share of uh, uh interesting uh life experiences and one of them uh, unfortunately had to do with uh, child yes
0: not pornography, pornography uh, but or something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah with the whole uh, thing
1: is weird. He, he was searching some stuff on the internet. He said it was for a book he was writing. Right. And uh, he, I don't remember what his eventual punishment was, but he got caught up in that stuff for a while. And, of course, you know, he's, he's bisexual, I guess, right. so he was struggling with that during his his period of time, as during his solo career and stuff. So like I made a, played a Casey classic this morning, as a matter of fact, yeah. song And I Moved. I don't know that song. And you don't know that song. That's from no, Empty Glass. So. Yeah, it's a. It starts with the piano. Uh, anyway, and uh, uh, it's a song that uh, he says he wrote for Bette Midler. Oh, and she thought it was too risque. But there's also a group of people out there, I guess say, uh, Roger actually wrote it for himself uh-huh. and then said, hey, this maybe exposes too much of me. Uh, I'll give it to Bed Midler.
0: <laughs> I don't know. He wrote Give Blood, and I love that song yeah, because yeah. that goes right with our Casey blood drives. And, yeah, yeah. And that thing was great. Yeah.
1: So. And Face the Face, I don't remember that song. Yes. And How It Ends. Yes,
0: yes. Real just, cold? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah super just, cold. Yeah, yeah.
1: What else? Anything else? I think that's it. Roger Daltrey, Pete Townsend. He's our next target. Pete Townsend, when he comes to town here. We'll see. What are the chances? I don't know. I have to ask Dave Girardi beg somebody. Yeah, he's got to make that happen. We almost had Rod Stewart in our midst. I've never talked to Rod right, Stewart right, either. Right, right. And uh, he said he was going to take care of us and let us back to do an interview and it never happened. Well, he got sick is what happened. Right. So he says. Right. So he had to protect his voice. <laughs> he didn't. He was fine. <laughs> <laughs> he was totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, show 18. Thanks for listening. And uh, who knows what's next. But you uh, man here, John Hewlett, you can follow me on Twitter at STL You Man and on Instagram at Johnny Hewlett.
0: And Favaz, Kashi Guy and- and Instagram, I'll start, KC Guy. They're both the same. How'd you get that? I've had it. Oh. I told you, I just creep on Instagram. Yeah. <clears throat> but now I'll I'll open it up to people. All right. All right. Ready? AMF. Adios, mother. Three, two. Adios. <laughs>
1: Adios, my friend. Motherfucker, bye.
0: The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to kc
2: 95com or the KC mobile app.